the unofficial results of the 2023 city and the school board election numbers have been tabulated. They'll be canvassed by each county here later in the week. Well, several mayoral races were decided in many of the KSOM, KS95 listening areas on Tuesday. The unofficial results showed Joanne Byers earning the mayoral seat in the city of Adair with 126 votes to Kim Hodness, 89. Ben Doffenbaugh takes the seat as mayor of Anita, defeating former city councilman Kevin Littleton, 96-57. For mayor of Brayton, Callie Christensen received 18 votes. Gregory Gust, 15, and Neil Polberg, 11. In the mayoral race in the Guthrie County city of Bagley, Glenn Forsman defeated Ruthann Riley, 49-15. In the mayor's race in Grant, Emerson Hill received 20 votes, and John J. Geefing, 6. Emilette L. Shores defeated Peggy Mortensen, 59-23, for the mayor's seat in Kibbleton. In Lewis, Russell Hans defeated Rick Isani, 80-37, and Kurt Thornberry in a tight race garnered 145 votes to Ryan Kettleson's 133. For complete results of all the mayors, city council, and school elections, check out the results on our website at westerniowatoday.com. Well, there will be two new members on the Atlantic School Board. Five candidates ran for three open seats. The three seats opened up when Nick Hunt and Jenny Williams decided not to seek re-election, and the third seat, occupied by Laura McLean, came up for re-election. Newcomer Jenny Jordan, former Atlantic educator, garnered the most votes with 765. Incumbent and current school board president Laura McLean was re-elected with 612, and newcomer Jody Stillwater Goodrich received 510 votes. The other two candidates, Kristen Holliday, garnered 386, and Jordan Daly garnered 257. Jordan and Stillwater Goodrich join incumbents McLean, Christy Pellet, and Josh McLaren on the Atlantic School Board. And there will be three new faces on the Atlantic City Council. Longtime educator and coach Mike McDermott defeated incumbent Pat McCurdy in Ward 3, 211-49, and businessman... Sean Sarsfield defeated incumbent Linda Hartkoff 158-89 in the race in Ward 4. Mike McDermott first thanked Pat McCurdy for serving the city of Atlantic and thanked the voters for turning out. And uh, a big thank you to the voters of the 3rd Ward. Uh, I look forward to serving those 3rd Ward voters and the city of Atlantic. So I'm just uh, real happy with the turnout. McDermott says many things with the school district and the city intertwine. It's an opportunity uh, to uh, you know try and work on uh, some housing development, uh, some early child care development, and um, you know try to move that city forward. And McDermott worked hard to get his message out to the Ward 3 patrons, and he says he will continue that work. Well, I think they uh, saw it, uh, you know, early on here in the election. Uh, I tried to uh, walk to, I think, almost 500 different houses. I didn't get a chance to really talk with everybody, but I made the effort, and uh, I think that's what they're going to see out of me is I'll give them that effort and, uh, you know, I'll listen to them and try to, uh, you know, progress their thoughts through the city. Wards 1, 2, and 3 were all unopposed. Newcomer Emily Kennedy is in Ward 1, and comments Jim Behrens is in Ward 2, and Elaine Audi, City Council at Large. There will be a change in board members on the Exira Public Library. Voters passed the measure 69-6, to 6, reducing the trustees from seven members to five, with one trustee being a resident of the rural area served by the library, and the city council will now appoint all members. Audubon City residents passed the public measure authorizing a change in the use of the 1% local option sales and services tax, 303 to 176, or 63.26% to 36.74%. 
The change expands 100% of the local option sales and services tax for construction, reconstruction, replacement, maintenance, and improvement of city streets, curbs, stormwaters, related to infrastructure, and public works-related expenses, including administrative costs. And Shelby County residents voted an overwhelming yes to referendum on taxation to fund EMS to serve Shelby County. The measure passed 82.29% of the votes in favor. Harlan Fire Chief Roger Beeson says the mid-70s medevac and volunteer squads have provided Shelby County with an ambulance service. However, medevac owners Bob and Neela Seifert are retiring and their contract is up in June of 2026, leaving Shelby County, which would have left the Shelby County residents with no system in place for transfers from Murchu Medical Center with a higher level of care. Roger Beeson says the referendum makes EMS in Shelby County an essential service. The service means taxation to fund the new EMS service, $0.75 per $100,000 evaluation, and a 1% income surtax. This will support part of the budget. Billing for services will balance the funding. Beeson says the county will utilize all the volunteer ambulance squads in Shelby County that they currently have in Defiance, Irwin, Erling, Portsmouth, Elkhorn, and Shelby. Shelby and Elkhorn communities have already taken this lead and hired city staff and EMTs. Well, the Atlantic Rotary Club held their Veterans Appreciation Luncheon Tuesday afternoon. Mandy Billings report. Cass County Deputy Ben Bartholomew spoke about his background in the Marine Corps. His story began as a child growing up around drugs and physical abuse. I bring this stuff up because one of the things the military can often do is provide a place for those who didn't have a lot of guidance growing up to, to learn discipline, to learn that they have a place, uh, to, to gain maybe some skills that they didn't gain growing up. Um, but that being said, not everyone gets that opportunity. And there is a lot of opportunity for community members to take in kids who were in my situation. You know, growing up around with no, basically no supervision, no rules, in a house of drugs, and around nothing but crime and abuse, my brother and I both came out and are doing pretty well, which the odds were not in our favor. Bartholomew said he never really had anyone take him in to mentor him. However, about halfway through high school, he dropped all athletics and focused on music, and the reason was because someone finally took him in. My two mentors were my band and choir director. My band director, he was an older guy, pulled me aside. We were on a bus one time coming back from Florida. So our choir was the number one choir in the nation in high school, and our band was pretty good too. So we were coming back, and he's like, hey, you ever thought of, I see the way you uh, play out there. And like, you're very uh, rigid, you're very you know, focused. Have you ever thought about the military band? Like, I didn't know the military had a baby. Didn't really know that much about the military, to be honest with you. They didn't care that much. Um, didn't resonate with me at all. They talked to me about it for like 20 minutes, and then I went back to the back of the bus and did whatever high schoolers do on buses, screw around, whatever. Eventually, Bartholomew decided to check into the military, and he was sold on joining the Marine Corps. He went to boot camp, Armed Forces School of Music, got stationed at Camp Lejeune, and became a small arms instructor. Bartholomew spoke about his time in Iraq. We took several attacks. We took a vehicle-borne ID to the base right on the other side of the river that was so large it blew the doors off of our... My, I was asleep and it blew the doors off the building I was in. We had several attempted attacks on us. Lots of different stuff like that. Um, we, had, we would send our women. We were one of the few platoons being headquarters that actually had women. Marine, at that time, Marine Corps didn't allow women on the front lines. So they, 
we would take them, we would send them to Fallujah for a month at a time to do the checkpoints, because they would check the women as they go through. We had a whole truck full of women get killed. They got hit by a suicide truck. So that was pretty hard. And Bartholomew spoke about the challenges he met when he returned home. I had a lot of issues with my marriage at the time. I was, I'd gotten married right before, while I was on the record. Couldn't figure out what was going on. I was hurt. I did get hurt overseas. Um, I was hurt, not recovered very well. Had a couple of jobs. I worked as a delivery guy. So if you broke your back, what should you do? Pick up 200 pound kegs. Really good idea. Um, that's what I did. So and then I was a, a supervisor of a plant. Came home, uh, got a job down here, got hired, got down here, found out that my wife had uh, met about 40 different people while I was in Iraq. Um, was splitting time between my son at the time. He was about four. I was I met Michaela at this point, and I had my son probably about half the time um, when I found out that she was my son wasn't mine. And so, as a awesome judge and Southwest Iowa put it, they can forget about you and turn it my rights. So I lost a son when I first got here. Um, that was pretty difficult, but the good news was that I had met my wife and that was my current wife and that, that helped me get through that a lot um, and get a new family. Bartholomew is now at the Cass County Sheriff's Office and works as an investigator and drone pilot. He's also involved with the Civil Air Patrol. Veterans Day is Saturday, November 11th. I'm Andy Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News. More news on the website at westerniowatoday.com. ABC News is next.